go. Today on a very special episode of Compelled, we will be talking about... <laughs> I'm Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. <laughs> Did you ever follow my lead? <laughs> because your leads are awful. Uh, today on Compelled. Um, so I was... Uh, if anybody watched the football game last night, Fucking Christ. <laughs> Should we just start this whole thing over? No, fuck it, man. Let it roll. Yeah, that's funny, though. You hit it, and then it started working fine. That, that's hilarious. It was uh, <laughs> cheap goddamn wires. So Curtis Armstrong, I was right. When uh, Philadelphia was playing Washington last night, and uh, they were talking, Jason Witten was talking about Reuben Foster. Mm-hmm. So Reuben Foster was cut by the 49ers. And instantly picked up by? The Redskins. Yeah. And people are pissed off. Cream Hunt got cut by the Chiefs. We'll get into the Cream Hunt thing here in a minute. But really what I wanted to get into was this. So, Jason Witten went on this whole entire rant about how awful, you know, uh, abuse is and how he came from domestic abuse and family abuse and abuse in the NFL. And they got into this whole situation about, you know, how... You know, it's it's not just a problem in the NFL. It's a problem with society and blah, 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 and all these politically correct bullshit statements that sound like they were fucking red. And that's really what it comes down to is just I, I can't – I'm getting to the point where I can't stand watching football because of the commentators. Yeah. They're boring as shit. That's why when I was – when I had cable, I fast-forwarded through a lot of shit, dude. Well, I just listened to the radio stream. So if I listen to the radio, I'm fine. But if I listen to, because they have no personalities, they're fucking boring people. They're no Greg Papas. So, they're yeah, they're no uh, Vin Scully. Um, but it wasn't. It's not. It's not the commentators. Uh, it's not the football game I'm talking about. It's the fact that Jason Witten and everyone on Monday Night Football is just a bunch of goddamn lousy hypocrites. So he goes on this whole thing about Reuben Foster. And just prior to that, let's say about a half hour before, Adrian Peterson had knocked off a 90-yard run for a touchdown. And all they did was swing from his nuts about how great Adrian Peterson is. Yeah. Oh, lest we forget, he beat his, he beat his son so bad that he ruptured his testicle. He beat his son so bad that he ruptured his son's testicle with a switch, by the way. Did you know about that? I forgot about that. Imagine that. But I remember hearing that, I think, from you. I don't remember when, though. I don't remember if, if it was mentioned on the podcast or if it was way beforehand, before we started doing the Compel. It doesn't really matter. Because we've been doing Compel for about a year now, right? Yeah. We've, uh, we, I don't think we've ever mentioned it on Compel. But. Dude, when you first said his name, Kareem Hunt, I thought you said Cream Hunt, and I thought it was like some fucking some sorority fucking... Uh, Game or some shit. <laughs> Your favorite movie's on. So what really bothers me is their absolute hypocrisy about how bad of a person Reuben Foster is, but how great Adrian Peterson is. And you can't just do that in in any statement and, and, and talk about domestic abuse mm-hmm. and not involve... Adrian fucking Peterson. Because it's not trendy and it's not in the fucking moment. It so is in the moment. So they don't give a shit. It absolutely is trendy and it is in the moment. He just knocked off a 90-yard fucking TD run. 
Not in their eyes. It doesn't matter. I, I agree. It doesn't matter. And, and it is in their eyes because they could have said something and no. they should have said something. It wasn't trendy for them to say it. Why wouldn't it be? Because they're fucking hypocrites, Mike. You just said so. Exactly. Kareem Hunt <laughs> is no longer a football player. He has not been picked up by any teams. Is he going to Canada, maybe? He's not picked up by any teams. <laughs> On November 30th, TMZ released a video of Hunt involved in an altercation with a woman in a hotel from the previous February. Later that same day, Hunt was placed on the commissioner's exempt list. Shortly after being placed on the exempt list, the Chiefs released him. Kareem Hunt lied to everybody. Sports writers are too outraged by Kareem Hunt to bother to learn <coughs> what domestic violence is. Um, and it continues to this day. And the fix for it is, is something simple. It goes like this. How dare you, NFL, give multi-million dollar deals to 19-year-old men? They have no responsibility. They have no idea, most of them. You can't say all of them. Yeah. Most of them have no idea how much money they are being given and how much they are being surrounded by yes-men that will willingly do anything for them so that they can keep the money rolling in. This is all about... Chew them up, spit them out. No, it's not all about chew them up and spit them out. This is all about protecting the badge. And in the last five years, the NFL has it wrong. And by by wrong, I mean like brutally fucking wrong. Suspending Tom Brady for 15 footballs that were deflated... How many were footballs were deflated? I don't know. I don't remember. How many? I can't remember, dude. Take a guess. You said 15. I'll, I'll go with that. Or really? Six. No, I said 15. How many were? Okay, uh, six. One. Okay. Barely. One football. Mm-hmm. But the NFL leaked it out that 15 or, or 13 or however many fucking footballs, really doesn't matter at this point, was deflated. And they leaked it to ESPN on purpose because ESPN... <laughs> is an untrustworthy news organization when it comes to sports. If you want trustworthy, you go to Boston, Barstool Sports, or a bunch of other places. But that's really, you, you stay away from ESPN because they have, they're shit. They're biased? Well, I don't think they're biased, but they're sh- definitely shit. They may be biased. They're biased in some cases. Um, the sports media, in turn, does what it does best. Gets angry, turns out, takes... Anger sells, and it's relatively easy to spit out a few hundred words about how appalled you are by domestic violence. The same way tough on crime can be the ticket to winning elections for top prosecutors. Tough on domestic violence is all but a given among sports writers, which is fine. It's better than being for domestic violence, but lost in all the outrage and hot takes was a key fact. What Hunt didn't do wasn't domestic violence. It It wasn't intimate partner violence. It is in no way covered by the Violence Against Women Act. Sports writers ignore this inconvenient fact from the get-go. They compared Hunt's actions to when ex-Ravens running back Cole cocked his wife. They brought up Jovan Belcher, who murdered his, gr- his girlfriend when, and then took his own life. They brought up Reuben Foster, who has been charged with misdemeanor domestic violence again and again. They declared that Hunt committed domestic violence, ignoring that that's a specific crime with a specific destination, and that activists worked for years to have that specific crime treated as something separate from hitting a woman. In doing so, they reduced the woman to who had been shoved and kicked to someone defined by her presumed relationship to a man. This is obviously a fucking weird piece. By why, but why let the facts get in the way of a narrative? Uh, what is domestic violence? The federal government's definition is a bit wonky, but it covers the basis. 
uh, felony or misdemeanor crimes of violence committed by a current or former spouse or intimate partner of the victim. You will notice that intimate relationships are the key here. That's because the cycle of domestic violence is possible in part due to those connections. These connections from children to bank accounts to shared space contribute to the emotional power, blah, blah, blah. Hunt appears to have met the woman he shoved and kicked just once. In Cleveland, police took two reports at the hotel. Neither mentioned any sort of significant relationship between Hunt and the woman. Everyone who spoke to police said Hunt and the woman met through a mutual friend. In her interview with police, captured by body camera, the woman tells police, I just met him today, the person who assaulted me. So it's not domestic violence, it's assault. There's no intimate partner relationship to speak of. In fact, it would be pushing it to say there was any sort of relationship at all. Could you call them acquaintances? But domestic violence or intimate partner violence requires a deeper relationship. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to agree with that. It's still abuse um, at the highest point, but uh, it, this is not a domestic domestic thing. What is, what's the problem, though, is the continuing cycle of violence against women from NFL players (laughs) and how it just goes overlooked with the, Ray Rice is gone from the NFL. So that's, that's a positive, you know, in this situation, he's no longer part of the NFL. Um, And he's been trying to get back in. I think he's, you know, still trying to get back into the NFL, but no one wants to deal with him. Yeah. So um, somebody had, posted one of these memes on Facebook with Colin Kaepernick had had beat up a woman, he'd still be in, a, in the NFL today. Colin Kaepernick, who's done nothing wrong, cannot get a fucking job in the NFL because he's too controversial. But Kareem Hunt will be back in the NFL. Adrian Peterson, back in the NFL. Ray Rice was, went back to the NFL, then eventually was cut. Ray Lewis... We've already discussed an entire list of people that yeah. have uh, been, you know, involved in domestic or or in federal crimes that were never cut or released from the NFL it's because they can still make <coughs> the NFL money, and that's the problem. So here's the other thing. So the fix to this is um, um, the rookie the rookie league minimum. Okay, the rookie league minimum should be half of what the league minimum is. So what is the league minimum, Joe? Um, God, I, I, it used to be like 600,000, I think. I don't know what it is now. I would assume now it'd be 1.5. Okay, damn, that's it? $450,000. Okay. If you are a rookie in the NFL, your league minimum salary should be $225,000 because that's all you can, that's all that will be afforded to you. What about endorsements? It doesn't matter. $225,000. And endorsements will go into an escrow account. You are a 19- or 20-year-old man, and most of these fucking young men cannot fathom dealing with that amount of money. So you have to slowly bring them into it, and any amount of money... Let's say that the rookie... they, they Like, rookie contracts are like five years. Yeah. It's a five-year minimum, then you go get your money, right? Or it's, a, it's five years, and then they can sign as free agents for big, big money. <laughs> And what they should do is they should take all that money, and for the first five years, you make two hundred twenty-five grand a year. The rest of the money goes into an escrow account. Okay, so if your contract for five years is ten million dollars, okay, and you're you're going to be paid two two million two hundred fifty thousand dollars in that in yeah. those ten years to play football. Okay, the rest of that money goes into an escrow account because it's getting to the point now where players 
are using this money for other purposes. And the NFL is having enough problems as it is with domestic violence, with violence and, and drugs in general, and this and that and the other thing. Now, what, everything you just said sounds very reasonable, sounds, sounds rational, sure. But flip side, who the fuck are you to tell them what to do with their money? That's fair. And I'm a, I'm, I'm a uh, consumer. Mm. So when I see stuff like this happening and I see people like Colin Kaepernick out of football for yeah. dumb reasons. Dumb reasons, yeah. And Kareem Hunt, who will be reinstated after mm-hmm. a while. And Reuben Foster, who will be reinstated after a while. And Adrian Peterson still playing. And the list goes on and on. Yeah. Of all these players. Oh, oh. Um, who was the player that Jason Witten played with that he accepted wholeheartedly who abused women? Oh, Greg Hardy. Yeah, Greg Hardy played with Jason Witten, and Jason Witten accepted him 100%, you know, faults and all. Yeah. And um, who else? Oh, it doesn't even fucking matter. Well, um, <coughs> what is it called? Is it called the Players Union? They're the ones that stand up for all the players when anything happens? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so maybe they should do something where with these young kids that are coming into the into the NFL – the players union should get involved in, they in, do. in that regard and to make sure that there's someone there to help them. They do. And then, but there's still, is it, I mean, and there's still like, problems. Yeah. Go figure. Hmm. I wonder like, how that happens. Oh, it's the human condition. Mm-hmm. So it's like with a drug addict, right? You can, you can give them as much advice as you want, you know, it, you know, all the wisdom. Going, yeah. To, you, going to school or, and going through all these other things that you have to do as a, as a rookie. Yeah. It, it ain't going to mean shit. Look at Johnny Manziel. Doesn't matter. They can they can yes you to death. They're gonna still go and continue to do their own things. Yeah. So you need to have special rules for everybody, and not I mean a, a fucking blanket rule, which is this is how it's going to be for you, for all rookies. Yeah. And you will not leave. You will be under you know when you are when you are on the field when you are playing football. Your the rules will be completely different for rookies than it is for veterans. That is actually a good idea too, because didn't you say the average lifetime of a football player is three years at the most? Yeah, but that has nothing to do with this. The well, average the average lifespan of a football player is three years because of injury. Okay, but I mean they're in and out that quickly, so wouldn't it be a good idea for them to not blow all through all their fucking money? <laughs> well, if, not, if they're, especially if they're only going to have a short amount of time. But again, that doesn't matter. Isn't that what we're talking about? No. We're talking about domestic abuse. We're talking about abuse in general and limiting the amount of money that these kids can get their hands on because all it seems that all it is is that they use this money to get them out of trouble. Oh, okay. That has nothing to do with their fucking career. I'd say, well, I, if you got money or not, you're a piece of shit, you're still a piece of shit. Yeah, but again, if you want to stop the cycle, then you have to do something to stop the cycle. This doesn't stop the cycle. This starts to stop the cycle. Limiting them to the amount of money that they get. Limiting them uh, how far they can go during practice. Like, if you're a rookie, you don't get to go home. You get to stay at the facility. That's it. And it will be policed. That's it. The NFL can afford it. You're not going anywhere. You have no car. You have no vehicle. You can't walk anywhere, and you're not getting out. That's it. You're a rookie, and if you don't like it, don't play in it. Don't play football. That's a tough thing to try to 
implement. It, you do it or you don't. You want to change the system, you have to do wholesale changes, and you have to do it rapidly. And the rules should be, as a rookie, these are what you, this is what you get. And they have, to, they have to live this way anyways. They have curfews. Some of them break curfew and yada, yada, yada. And people are, people are especially if you're an all-star or, you know, like an Ezekiel Elliott or whatever, yeah. they, they just turn their backs. Well, no more. You can't do that. You can't, yeah. you can't give permissions to one person and, and be completely stringent on another person when it comes to this type of thing. And if you want to nip this shit in the butt... How many baseball players have you heard of do domestic violence last year? How many How many baseball players? Not many that I can recall. One, maybe. Yeah. Two, how many NHL players? Never hear about it, but that's because that, they beat the shit out of each other on the ice. Yeah, and also, I mean, it, you know. It, it doesn't matter. You would hear about it. I know where you're going with that. Yeah. It's soccer, you know. Um, you, you hear quite often with soccer. But even then, with Major League Soccer, I mean, if you're a sports person, you would hear about you would hear more about it from other sports, especially soccer, than you would NFL. But it seems like the NFL is the one that's creating all the headlines. So if you want to stop doing, if you want to, if you want to change sports, then you start with something as simple like the NBA. I, I, NBA has been problematic, but again, I'm and I don't pay much attention. But I see more headlines about abusive players from football than I do NBA or baseball or hockey combined. Um, I think this got brought up on Adam Ruins Everything. Um, but is um, I think the, the, because of all the brain injuries, the constant damage, that they're more susceptible to, um, to violence because of it. No, I'm not going to buy into that until, until there's 100% proof. Brain injuries and this and that. I don't. I don't buy that. You can't blame one thing for this. It's not that. It's how they grew up. So you have a you have a bunch of factors: money, how they grew up, where they came from, you know, abusive. And I'm talking about abusive parents or abusive fathers or mothers or whatever else yeah. or relatives and, and abusive like across the spectrum type of thing. So they take it out on other people. Mm-hmm. You can't blame CTE solely on. On violence, it doesn't work that I way. Never said solely. <laughs> it sounds like Adam it, was doing. It could that. be a determining. I mean, just it could be I, a factor. I don't. I don't think it is. And it's. I, I think it's. I, I, if it's a factor, it's a small one just because like, it has uh, nothing to do like with with wrestlers that have uh, that have uh, you know gone fucking loopy and done crazy shit. Right, because they've always done that. This is not. This is not brain injury shit. This is growing up in a situation where you've always been abused and you're just continuing the cycle that's how it works and the problem with that is that no one's trying to stop it and if you want to stop it the only way to stop it is to stop it and you have to put in stringent fucking rules you don't like it don't play the nfl is a multi-billion dollar or trillion dollar company you don't like it you don't like their fucking rules then don't play you want to get deeper this this sounds radical coming from me but I think that if you have to, to go through training and shit to be able to own a firearm in this country, why don't you have to go through training to uh, raise a child? Because you can't control that. Maybe you should start. You can't. You can't control that. There's some people that should not have kids. But you can't control that. You can control firearms. People go and buy firearms. You don't go and buy babies, for the most part. <laughs> Tell it to Madonna. <laughs> you can rent them. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that you can't... You, you, you you don't go to the fucking store to buy your kid. 
You have sex with a person, and it happens. It's biology. You can't control that. Can't. Talking about bad environments, man. Like, maybe, again, maybe get you got to go deeper into it. it. It doesn't matter. You can't control human biology. People will fuck to have kids. You're not going to stop them unless you start castrating everybody, chemical castration or whatever. And this is not going to work. So, so you you have to take that out of the equation. Boop. And then what you do is you start implementing things, you know, at schools, at at, at any sports practice. They have to have. Rules when it comes to, and this this starts at an early age, when it comes to violence. If you're if if somebody is being violent with you, or abusive with you in any manner, then you have to have people that are available to these people to to the people to, to the abusees where they can come and talk and something can be done about it. So that's where it's going to start. But when it comes to professional stuff, the rules are going the rules have to change, and the league minimums. And this and that and the other thing, this is how it's going to be. And you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't have a fucking social life outside of this. You are playing football or basketball or baseball or whatever. And as a rookie, this is how it's going to be. And you're going to go to classes for this. And you're going to go do this. And you're going to do that and all this other stuff. I think that should be like that for having a child. Again, you can't control that. I, they, who said you can't? You, sure, people are going to keep fucking. Sure. But you can't make somebody look. I you're not being paid to have a child. You don't go to the store to buy stuff. Children are not part of a fucking multi-billion-dollar corporation where people consume it. They're a person. So people have children all the time. Yeah, just but so they can mooch you, off the system. You, but you can't force those people to go to classes. It just doesn't work that way. There's. There's rules and regulations for having uh, public assistance. You can do the same thing with, with having a child. Like you have no, to go you to can't. certain kind of training courses. No, nope, you can't because people can't. aren't going to do it. Well, then there's fines for it. They're not going to – they don't give a fuck, Joe. This is – look, we live in a – we live in a – we're supposed to live in a free country. Forcing people to go do that stuff, fastest way to revolution. Good luck. You can't force people to do something that's biologically their right to do. Just doesn't work that way. You can't force that. Companies can. Completely different. You work for me. This is how it's going to be. You don't like it. Go away. It's that simple. Go find a job somewhere else because we don't want you. If you're not willing to change, you're not willing to fix yourself, you're not willing to follow the rules of the company, go somewhere else. And it happens all the time, even at places like Walmart. You don't like their fucking rules. Don't work for us. <clears throat> these are our rules. You can't force those types of rules onto a God-given right to have babies. You can't do it. It's none, of, it's none of our business to force people to go to classes to do this, to get licensed to have kids. But it's okay for them to keep sucking on the teeth? Who cares? We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about abuse. It's an abuse of the system. Okay. I'm talking about physical and mental abuse. Of people, not systemic abuse. So this is that's a whole completely separate discussion about anything that's going on with government stuff. I, look, I always think <laughs> about a, a like a wide range of shit, and you like go to in specifics. Yeah, that's because we have to talk about specifics. Okay, but I, I try to see the microcosm of things. But it, you're not seeing the microcosm. You have, of if things. you have constant generation after generation of pieces of shit raising children that they shouldn't be having, look what you get. Again, you're. 
you're not focused on this. You're focused on something else. It's a different argument. I'm not saying it's a bad argument. I'm saying it's a different argument. I'm not arguing. You're arguing. So get it out of your fucking skull about about this and that and the other thing when we're focus when when our focus is on sports. Our focus is on sports, not systemic fucking government abuse. Cause again, that's a whole fucking that's a whole fucking other story. What's in your hand? It's distracting the fuck out of me. Don't worry about it. It's none of your business. Well then quit distracting me. Stop focusing on it. Quit waving it in my face. I'm not waving it in your face. What are you fucking twelve? Yes. So in order for in order for reform to happen in the NFL and in, in any sport, that's what's got to happen. Limit them to the amount of money that they get, mm-hmm. and then after X amount of time, then then they can get their money. I'm not saying you're not going to pay them. You can still give them the rookie contract. Yeah. But you limit them to one half of the league minimum, and that's that. If if there's no problems, then you can give them a raise after a year or so. If there's continued problems, you have to take their money. That's the important thing about this whole this whole subject is take their goddamn money. Like a um, what is it? A uh, clause? A uh, behavioral clause? They already have behavioral clauses. Well, they don't do anything about it. They don't. They don't do the one thing that they need to do. Take their goddamn money. Okay. Well, that's that. That's what it is. It's a behavioral clause that controls the money. Right. But again, you give them the half the league minimum. You start there. And this is this. It may sound silly, but it's if if they are living on campus and pr- pretty much everything's provided for them—food, drink, whatever else, movies, etc. Two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year is a lot of goddamn money. I don't care who you are. So you go to party. There is no party. Two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. What do you? What would you do with two hundred fucking thousand dollars a year, dude? Is it legal to tell someone that you have to stay here and you can't leave no matter what if they're not in the military? Uh, if they work for an organization that requires you to stay in place, yes. The NFL does that. That's why they have a curfew. Personal freedoms, man. Doesn't matter. You brought up the personal freedoms about the Doesn't babies. matter. They fucking, they, they signed a contract, dude. Okay, so if you sign a contract saying it's okay to be raped every night, then because you signed a contract, okay, it's okay. Shut up about that bullshit. They signed a contract with the NFL that states, you will be here at this time. You cannot leave the premises when you are on the road. You have a curfew. You have to be back at this time. That's their contract. Sounds a little tough. What do you mean it sounds a little tough? Well, controlling It's real fucking easy. Controlling people's lives. If you don't like working for the company and you don't like the company's rules, don't apply. That's simple. If I work for Walmart and Walmart said, in order for you to work here, you would have to live here, fuck you. I'm not going to do it. But there are people that would. Hey, I, I don't like the fact that 23andMe is going to send my genetic information to everybody. But guess what? If I want to use it, I still have to hit that fucking check button, don't did I? You, did you sign up for it? No, because I, I thought about it long and hard. Because they, they just did the, on Amazon, it was like 50 bucks. I was like, fuck, I want to do this. Because I want to find out some shit. But then I'm like, it says right there in the fine print, you know, you, you, your shit is, is, is open to the government looking at your shit. Yeah. And owning your goddamn DNA. It's the world's largest government repository. And well, and and I debated about it. You know, it's like pretty much. Look, if the government wants my DNA, they're going to get it no matter fucking what. But am I going to willingly give it to them? I mean, they, they already have it. If you have, if you had to do a live, uh, the, the the fingerprint thing, live scan, mm-hmm. which you did, they already have your fingerprints on record. Okay, probably, I guess. You had to do a live scan to get to get into the auto industry. I don't remember. And well, I did. Um, 
It's possible. I just don't remember. No, yeah, you have to. You have to do a live scan. Mm. Um, you have to. There, there's there's certain things, but people that are willing or that are willingly going to give their DNA to a company yeah. that is owned by Google, who was and probably still is, we don't know, um, who was uh, contracted with the government to build a gigantic something or other. Well, I have a problem with that too. But I, I don't care about that. I'm talking, we're talking about football. We're talking about sports in, in terms of abuse. And e- even with the Michael Vick thing, you know, I don't understand why Michael Vick was allowed back in the NFL. And he was given a second chance, but that, did that stop him from, you know, killing dogs? I don't know. I don't I, think so. I don't know if he stopped when he, when he, <laughs> after he lost all that money or not. I don't. I don't know. I sure. I I sure as hell guarantee you he he didn't. He just he just uh, wasn't. He 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 made sure that the right people were in the right places to shut them the fuck up, mm-hmm. and that none of this could get out. Hey, look, dude. The guy fucking lost a shit ton of money. I mean, I don't care. They hit him He's a hurt. piece of shit, and they brought him back in the NFL, and he still made more money than ever. So fuck him. So who cares if he lost a shit ton of money? He still made more money than he ever did. And he invested it. He invested his other money anyways. So he still had money. He didn't have to worry about it. So what do you think that Michael Vick should have done to um, to deserve a second chance? Nothing. Like once he doesn't, He's one of the few that doesn't deserve a second chance. He abused animals. He abused animals since college. Everybody knew about it. At, some, at one point, I didn't have a problem with it because it's cultural. In some places, it's cultural. I, I don't have a problem with cultural shit like that. Like in China, they they eat dog and yeah, cat like rednecks do cockfighting and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't really have a problem with. It's weird to say this, but if it's cultural, I don't have a problem with it. Bullfighting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I have a problem with people like Michael Vick that say I didn't want me. <laughs> I was out of town. Yeah. Well, there's a picture of you with a dog that has had his head bashed in. Want me? Want me? Somebody else. That's you in the picture fucking that girl with a dead dog. What me? <laughs> You're wearing your own jersey. What me? You literally sign. You have a signed piece of paper that says this is Michael Vick. What me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and and it it doesn't matter. All the stuff that he, he had been doing. He had been doing this prior to college. He'd been doing this for a long time. That was like yeah, that's that's how he was making money. Mm-hmm. And then he gets into. He gets into the NFL and he continually does it, and he, and and then all of a sudden he becomes this big fucking hypocrite and and this uh, um, champion for dogs and and you know against abuse and all this other stuff when you know that he's still doing it, and the NFL is like, well he he did all this stuff and, and he's doing right by us and blah blah blah. No, he's lying to your face. Yeah, he's making them more money, so they don't right. Shit. He took it out of country, so you couldn't catch him. And now he's making more money than ever. But hey, you know, as long as long as you guys don't see it in, with your fucking blinders on, you're fine. Yeah. But if Tom Brady pisses wrong in the wind, you're up his ass. Mm. You know, and it's not just Tom Brady. It's there's other other football players. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger raped a girl, not once, but he raped a girl in a bar and paid the fucking cops off. Did you know about that? I just kept trying to think of a different way to say his name. I was like ben. Rapeless Burger. Ben rapes and, and hurt her. No, Rapeless Burger is what, what his nickname is. Okay. But his friend was his one of his friends is a cop and looked the other way. Because he was getting tickets or whatever. He got to hang out with Ben and blah blah blah. Yeah. So so a lot of a lot of Pittsburgh cops just looked the other way and lied. They didn't do anything about it. 
They literally didn't do anything about it. But he still raped a girl. It's just one of those in things. In public. What, me? Just one of those things. Yeah. He was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Right, no. He deserves a second chance. And no, he doesn't. <laughs> I know, I know. Once a raper, always a raper. Oh, yeah. And that's why I don't believe, see, and Michael Vick, once Michael Vick was clear of whatever his, you know, he, he did his time, he should be able to come back. Did he do like a year and a half or something? I don't even know if he did any time, but yeah, something like that. But once he was out of, he was out of the NFL and they, he quote unquote did his time and then all of a sudden he came back to the NFL and, you know, all of a sudden he's a changed man and he's a good guy and, you know, hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. Drum these motherfuckers out. Stop with this fucking vicious cycle. Yeah, you're still going to get the ones that can, the psychopaths or the sociopaths that can fucking get through the system. It's not that, I mean, it just, it is what it is. It's, but once you identify them, you can either fix the problem. And that's why you have this thing for rookies coming in that they have to complete this. And it doesn't have to be for a. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be for their entire rookie contract of five years. <laughs> but after the first, like the first year at least, you can figure out who is going to need more, and who can go on. And that's how you. That's how you do it. You just. It's a graduation like a regulatory system. kind of thing. Yeah, you have a graduation system type of thing. You know, if you suspect that these people are, you know, th- there's there's people that aren't going to be a problem whatsoever. <sighs> when you get a DUI. Uh-huh. You have to take a test, and that test determines whether or not you are going to get, whether you're going to be a repeat offender. Yeah. Okay? I don't know if they provide this test anywhere else, but I took the test, and I was going through the test, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh, this is cool, and I manipulated the test because I can do that stuff. There are some people that you just start clicking things, and people, some people just click things just to get through the test. But if you read the questions and you do all this other stuff, you can manipulate a system into believing you are better than or won't do or blah, blah, blah. It's really easy. <laughs> and they always ask the same question but in different forms. So, to, so that's why you just can't click through it's it. It's all integrity shit. Yeah, I, I guess, in, in a sense. So I took the test for my DUI. It went to the judge. The judge like, oh, he's not going to be a repeat offender, blah, blah, blah. Okay? So that's that's how that works. How much did that cost you? didn't cost me any. Well, it cost me 10 grand is what it cost me ultimately. DUI cost 10 grand. Yeah. So in seven years of my life. There you go. Um, but what it comes down to is they could probably administer something like that in the NFL. But, again, that rookie season of yours, you're making $225,000 a year, and you're not going anywhere. You are under lock and key, and everybody's going to be watching you, <laughs> which means that the people that are going to be or are more guilty than anything else, you know, are going to start changing their ways because the NFL is starting to come down on this. It's not just the NFL, but sports in general. The teams will start coming down on this, you know, and people will start to see that this is not healthy for them anymore. And... Outside of the NFL, it's still going to happen. You're still going to get abuse. But it's going to start coming in less and less and less and less. And then the other abuse that comes later on, whether it's, you know, the CTE stuff or whatever else, that can be monitored, you know. Everybody that signs up for the NFL knows that you don't have a lifelong expectancy. You don't have a really long expectancy when it comes to playing time. 
<laughs> and it seems like your life expectancy is not that long after you play the NFL. Or you're going to have major health problems afterwards. Or major health problems. But with the advent of technology medical-wise, health problems seem to be less and less. You know, it used to be that knees and everything else was really, really bad. But most of that stuff can be mitigated. Just, most of that stuff yeah. can be rebuilt. But you can't, <coughs> you can't stop your brain from moving around inside of your skull. Right. But, again, that's, that's the trade-off. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, people... Either do it or don't do it, right? Yeah. If you want to play in the NFL, you know the consequences. Yeah. And those are the consequences. But... B- body, physical sacrifice, right? Yeah. And that's, that's just the way it is. Some people like that. That's the way, they, that's the way it's going to be. Again... If you want to change things, then you have to, it has to be prison life, basically. You know, three squares and a cot <laughs> and your money. But it only has to be for X amount of time, you know. And then it, then you slowly get pushed out into, into the real world. And you have, you, you have all these uh, coping mechanisms to deal with whatever's going on. Now, you can't blame all the domestic abuse on... One person. Domestic abuse comes in different forms. We don't know the entire story of Kareem Hunt. Did he beat that girl? (laughs) He pushed her and kicked her. But did she slap him first? Did she hit him? Did she stick him with a needle? Who who the fuck knows what happened prior to that? Yeah. Okay? We don't have the whole entire story. And Kareem Hunt is not telling the whole story. And he lied to the owners of the chief, the chiefs, uh, who... Um, it's Lamar Hunt's son, Charles or Chuck, or I can't remember his name, but it's Hunt is his last name. How ironic. Yeah. And he went to the NFL immediately upon hearing what happened. And the NFL said, okay, you informed us. And then, um, and then the story started coming out more and more. Now I heard from, I was listening to the NFL radio, uh, um, with Pat Kerwin and uh, Jim Miller, that when when the video surfaced, the TMZ video surfaced, the NFL already knew about it, which means that the NFL knew about it five months before the TMZ video came out. Yeah. <laughs> which means, let's see, uh, February. It's February? Let's see, so the 5th. So the 5th month, because we are in December, but this started last this started last week, so the end of November. So June, so uh, May and June is when the NFL knew about the tape and had seen it. Yeah. This is what Pat was saying. And that uh, um, the Chiefs had already seen the tape as well prior to that. So the tape had been going around. So what? The tape had been going around for a couple months prior to everything, and then it got released by TMZ. So the NFL's covering it up again. And uh when it comes right down to it, you know, it's it's not good. It's not good because the NFL's doing it's doing the exact opposite of what it should be doing. It's what sucks is is that the people that love watching the NFL and stuff, they're most of them are just they're gonna forget about it. And there's next the next week or the next month or whatever, the next season. Six weeks. Yeah. And then it's just like it never fucking happened. Yeah. And that's a shame. But you know what? It, it, as long as we keep putting this stuff out, as long as we keep, you know, and we're not the only ones, Boston Barstool, um, and and whoever else, as long as as long as independent news organizations and podcasts 
continually put out this stuff about the NFL and continually put this stuff out about, you know, uh, sports, not just sports in general, but, you know, people in power that are abusing other yeah. people, then, you know, yeah, it's just like we're doing our job. It's just like Fox when they, you know, with the Brian Singer stuff in 2013. They just relied on time to go by, people to forget about it, and people kept spending money to go see his X-Men movies. Yep. And and that's that's all that matters, and and they usually coincide that with something big that's going to happen anyway. So they the the Brian Singer stuff comes out, and you know they have the PR person, and then all of a sudden Brian Singer's involved in a in a brand new movie. Yeah, you know something big, and then that gets everybody talking, and then everybody forgets about it. Yep, you know so um, the NFL stuff is a little bit more difficult, but we just keep we'll just keep plowing away. Chiseling away. Yep. Keep doing <laughs> what we do. All right. So, uh, as always, stay safe out there, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Compelled. Me, him, good night. Night. <laughs>